Hello and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom with Dan and we are the Teachers in the Dungeon. We're so happy you've joined us today and thank you for your support. Be sure to let us know what you think about today's show. Our contact information and social media are in the show notes. Okay, let's delve into the dungeon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. I'm Tom Gross, sitting right here with Dan Ream. Hello, everybody. We're just coming off of, we each got some vacation time last we did. Uh, week. And when I say vacation time, being teachers, we've been on summer break. That doesn't always mean <laughs> schoolwork isn't being done. Oh, right. But uh, we took we we took our families on, a, on short vacations, and yours a little longer than mine, but still in the same week. Any highlights from yours? Mine was mine was very non D and D related. We just went down to Gulf Shores and hung out on the beach and went to an alligator park and got on a pontoon and went to Crab Island off Destin, which is essentially it's not an island. It is out in the middle of a bay, and there's just this huge area where this the water is only about three feet deep. There's they 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 dug out. Uh, way back in the 60s or something, dug all the sand out of a place to make a canal for deep water vessels and just piled it up. And so there's this this huge flat area. And so it's big business to to get on a pontoon and go out there uh. and just hang out for an afternoon. And they have little motorboats going around selling T-shirts and ices. <laughs> and you've got um, boats, other pontoons that are full-on bars that you can go to. We didn't do that because we're with the kids. But, you know, it's just... So that was the highlight. That was the main thing I did. But not D&D related. But. Okay, a couple things, though, I, I'm taking inspiration from, though. Alligator Alley. I mean, come on. what's What are you going to find in a city... Down this road, this road of dark, this dark road called Alligator Alley. I'm just picturing yeah. the different things you might find down there. I did post. I I was I was trying to keep up with Instagram while we were on vacation, but again, it was hard to find content. But I did post something from Alligator Alley and asked people what they what oh, they yes. thought would be the stats for an alligator That's right. in a in a D and D game. So yeah. they learn they they learn very quickly and adapt to food sources and things like that, mm. um, they were telling us there. So uh, a lot of the alligators they had actually were nuisance alligators that it, normally normally alligators don't see us as food. They don't, They it's just not the way they work. But some alligators will learn to come out of the swamps at night and go find dogs that are in yards and things Domestic like that. <laughs> so those are the ones that they need to do something with so sometimes those are just killed but sometimes they're trapped and brought to this place where okay. it's high fenced natural environment for them mm-hmm. and then people like us go around with little containers of alligator food at six bucks a pop to throw at them and see if they'll go and snap it up is it like shaking your your kitty treats it is come right it is oh, like, really? actually like well you don't even have to like if you just walk there's some of them that have have learned to put their snouts up like they're begging Oh. And of course, you stop and you. Oh, I've got to give him some food. Look at him. And, yeah. And they actually are, particularly that we got to hold one, like a little one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not. They're surprisingly winsome. Actually, mm-hmm. their eyes mm-hmm. are so interesting. It was just funny 
Uh, so you get pa- Pavlov's theories in play with alligators, yes. with ancient creatures <laughs> to Earth. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. What about you? So I took, uh, it, mine was a non-D&D trip, but I took the family to the home of Dungeons & Dragons yes. at Lake Geneva. Nice. Very much inspired by our trips to GaryCon. Uh, our last GaryCon trip, we got a really nice hotel Right, you, me, and Marcus, mm-hmm. that nice hotel room across from the Grand Geneva Lodge and the Holiday Inn kind of rose. They were like condo up uh, hotel rooms. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the family up there. I, I noticed that there was a pool down there. And in March, it doesn't look very inviting. But in July, <laughs> it was very inviting. <laughs> nice. And so we spent some time just at the pool, hanging out, being a family, played games in our room at night. Um, walked around downtown Lake Geneva, which again, it's a ghost town in March, but in the summer, it's a thriving town. Hmm. Lots of kind of cool shopping, things like that. Saw Gary's Tile down down on the lakefront. Uh, and speaking of the lakefront, that is vastly different. <laughs> where we walk in March and it's gray, and you got the water crashing up against the the walk there. There are boats there out in the out in the water, about three rows of boats and. Very vacation feel, just mm-hmm. relaxing. Wanted to go to the Dungeons and Dragons Museum and Hobby Shop, but we were going to hit that on the way out. But we got busy with other things. We ended up at Geno's East for pizza before we left. And mm-hmm. by the time I'd finished Geno's and had a drink, I was like, <laughs> let's let's just go home. That Hobby Shop and Museum isn't going anywhere. We'll we'll catch it another time. Mm-hmm. But it was really cool. It was very, very cool. And hearing the history of Lake Geneva and the way the, 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 the millionaire businessmen of Chicago in the early 1900s came out on this rail line that they built mm-hmm. from Lake Geneva to downtown Chicago, it was really interesting listening to those stories, but then in the back of my mind knowing that's, that's what brought Gary Gygax to Lake Geneva, and he drove, he, he commuted into Chicago every day to work at his insurance company, and then he brought that money back to Lake Geneva oh, with right. his family, okay. and then eventually he lost that job because he was using, reportedly was using <laughs> company materials to, like, make maps and carry oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and so he decided to come to Lake Geneva full-time, did cobbler jobs and things like that, sort of odd jobs around to keep to keep the family fed and to keep his uh, burgeoning business <laughs> going. So it was cool. It was cool hearing all the stories, seeing the mansions, hearing growing up in the Chicago area, hearing some of those old names, Marshall Fields and Wrigley's and all those people who have these giant mansions mm. on, on this lake. It's just, it was beautiful. So no, it was a nice getaway. I could have done one or two more days, but... You know, life is busy in the summer, even for teachers. And so we came back and I just, we have some really cool memories from that. So it was a great, it was a great vacation. Speaking of vacations and getting away, (laughs) we are just about ready to head out to Indianapolis, which actually I was in Indianapolis (laughs) right before we went on our vacation. I was in Indianapolis for my niece's wedding shower and so I got, I, it was right there by the convention center. So I was oh. driving by going, oh, in just a couple of weeks, <laughs> just a couple of weeks. And so I, I got totally pumped being Indy, downtown Indy for that. Uh, so that's where we're headed in, in a week or so. Gen Con, yes. Uh, to Gen Con. Can't so wait. today's show is going to be our things to do, things not to do, and just sort of general tips 
If you're heading to Gen Con... Since we've been there one whole time, we are clearly experts. We're the experts. (laughs) Yes, very clearly. Very clearly. But, you know, these are the things that we learned as first-timers. Yes. Um, I'm sure this list next year will be a little bit different or Mm -hmm. maybe vastly different. I don't know. Um, But so... Let's get started uh, on that tips and tricks of things to do, not to do at Gen Con. Dan, I'll let you get started. Okay, so I have my list. I did not organize it in any other particular way. I'm going to start with something that could be seen as a little distasteful, but it is absolutely essential, I believe, to your enjoyment of Gen Con. Hmm. I'm, I'm intrigued. Scope out the bathroom locations. Oh. Particularly the the out-of-the-way ones, because the bathrooms in the vendor hall and about do, those people do their best to keep up, but they can't. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, paper towels overflowing and that sort of thing. Always busy, always. So that is kind of connected to the the Indiana Convention Center is where it's based, but then there's all these hotels that that have walkways to Gen Con and to the, the convention center. And they also host events. And I learned quickly that those spaces are a little quieter and more out of way and mm-hmm. don't get the heavy, heavy use right. that, that others do. So might not be something that bothers people in general, but that was just something I noticed just to add a little bit of creature comfort to the experience. Uh, 100%. I'm glad you said that one. (laughs) And if we had 60,000 listeners to Teachers in the Dungeon, I probably wouldn't tell you this. (laughs) But because I love our listeners and anyone who's going to Gen Con, I will share my favorite location. Excuse me. I'm I'm drinking ice. (laughs) I've never had ice before. Not, Not ice cubes. It's the drink ice. A carbonated flavored water <laughs> of some sort and uh, my family had it and I was like I'll take one because I need something to drink while we're doing the podcast wow <laughs> sorry if I'm hiccuping or whatnot it is not it is non-alcoholic by the way <laughs> all right anyway so when you go when you're on the main level right outside of vendor hall you look up and there's a balcony there mm-hmm. you were kind of saying this and I'll just give a little bit more specifics if you walk down the the if you walk away from the vendor hall straight down uh, the hallway take the escalator up do a hard right <laughs> there are some bathrooms back there that there are one or two people in them You're, at most so that's burned in your memory right now that path path i there. am a, I, <laughs> I, I, just full disclosure i am not a public bathroom person <laughs> so if i can find a bathroom that has nobody that is golden <laughs> but if it only has a few passing people so upstairs anywhere upstairs i think better was was safe yeah. for for <laughs> missing the masses sorry folks you're getting another real us Hey. We've been we've been around. We're friends now for a long time That's with you guys. Right. Two years of this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm gonna I'll, I'll build off of that with my with my for with my first item. Mine. This fits under my uh, tips kind of thing, and that is make sure to take give yourself some breaks, mm-hmm. um, because being in the being in the vendor hall can be extremely overwhelming. Oh yeah. Um, and I know, you know, as a person who has anxiety, it's really overwhelming for me. But even for somebody that doesn't have it and people that I've talked to that are like, oh, I don't care, whatever, they come out of there like, wow, like excited, but like, wow, I needed to get out of there and just breathe a little bit. Yeah. And so make sure you give yourself those breaks. Mm-hmm. I will say Gen Con last year, I'm pretty sure they'll do this this year. They do have a quiet room. 
So mm-hmm. if you just need to get away from people, they have that quiet room. Just go in there and you know look through the catalog, look at a, the rules of a new game you, Did just you do bought that? or something. Did you go I didn't, it? but there were a couple mo- where were a couple times I was like, ah, I'm gonna head up there. That's when I discovered those bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I was finding the quiet room and I discovered some quiet bathrooms. No, but but take breaks, and I'm gonna add to the take breaks. Wash your hands. Okay, this is not a COVID message. This is just a general convention good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Wash your hands as much as you can. Not Don't just touch when you your go face. To the bathroom. Don't touch your face. <laughs> Keep your hands clean. I will probably in my backpack have a hand sanitizer. And it's not that there's any particular one person or anything like that. That's th- but just when you're around sixty thousand people. That's a lot of hands touching door handles and yeah. games and, and and railings and stuff like that. Right. Just anytime you walk by a bathroom, just drop in and wash your hands. <laughs> just I think it's I just think it's a good from being a Star Wars celebration to Gen Con to Gary Con, just keep your hands clean and don't touch your face. I'll add to the to that because the other the the, the general topic, because the other thing I was gonna say that's connected to just convention comfort and safety. Mm-hmm. or hygiene or whatever mm-hmm. wear really comfortable shoes bonus really good ones because yep. you are going to be on your feet you are going to be walking forever mm-hmm. and i remember reading about this when before we went the first time i got online and tried to find oh yeah that's right i remember know, that and they made the point of saying you know some gamers if if you are sedentary you might want to consider <laughs> training for this Mm-hmm. Taking walks daily, getting yeah. to the point where you can walk two or three miles if you need to, because mm-hmm. you will need to. Right. It is, it is a massive, massive convention hall. The hotels are a little ways away. Lucas Oil Stadium is connected by an underground tunnel, but it is still a large block away. Plus, the stadium itself is huge. Walking right. around there, it's a lot of walking. And this year, the food truck like party area is is on the other side of the stadium right it's in that parking lot that's kind of on the south end of that of the stadium oh i'll need to go it's back not, and look it's not in that street i knew i i assumed the way i saw the map we'll have to go back and double check i thought yeah. it was just like a like a street or two south oh, of where that was. it may be it may be i i just had a picture in my mind that it was on the other side of the stadium but it's so it's not going to be in the same place yeah but that's a good place to get away to front also but i i'm i have something on that okay uh, so we'll we'll uh, set that one aside um you know talking about comfortable shoes if you're going to be there multiple days i personally have found having a couple different pairs of shoes not mm. in not in the di- not not in one day, but like on Wednesday I might wear one pair of shoes. On Thursday I might wear a different pair of shoes, and then go back and forth because I, I, for me it's just having a different pair of shoes on. Uh, you know, a different day sometimes is is really good for my feet, mm-hmm. and so you know instead of just kicking down one pair of shoes for four days giving your feet a break and giving them like a variety yeah and it's supposed to round out the whole you know just physical prep mm-hmm. obvious things have a water bottle yep make sure you use it have some snacks available um, because they really don't within the convention hall you you'd have to go out to the food trucks which you can do mm-hmm. but takes time yep. can be a little pricey <clears throat> yep you know come prepared that way as well I've seen people, and th- this might be overkill, but you do see people walking with those backpacks. They're like, 
bank safes on the back of their on their backs, you know, just yeah. you know, and they'll turn to look at something and whack two or three people in the head with them. Those are everywhere yes. in the convention hall, but they came prepared, yeah. not only bringing drinks and snacks, but space to put games, games when they buy in. them. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, I carry a backpack, but usually I end up having to carry the games, and that gets to be inconvenient. Yes. Um, yeah, I had water and snacks. As far as snacks go, I'll just to me. A good trail mix, something that has some protein in it, has a little bit of sugar in it to keep Mm -hmm. the energy high. Granola bars, I think, are always really good. And I didn't do this last year at Gen Con, but one year at at Star Wars Celebration, I packed a turkey sandwich in the morning. I I made a turkey sandwich, wrapped it up, put it in a Ziploc bag, put it in my bag. And, you know, at 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning... A good turkey sandwich is a real big lift. You know, it's a pick me up. You save the money from having lunch. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of that when we talk about saving money for lunch. One of my to dos for sure is you got to go to the food trucks at least oh, yes. once. That's mine too. Um, and it, it's just it's super cool. And what what is really neat about what Indianapolis does, or I don't know if it's Indianapolis or Gen Con. I suspect it's Gen Con. But they rotate those trucks out throughout the day. Oh, I don't know if they'll do I that didn't again this that. year. Huh. Yeah, there's a morning. There's a morning group of trucks. Then they, I, I, I caught it one time when they were making the transition. Oh, they okay. Op- they opened up one the the far end of the street. They opened that up. They just drove out the trucks that were in there. Then on the north end of the st- or the other end of the street by the convention center, huh. trucks were waiting, and they just pulled right into the line. Smart. Now, you know they got the pizza place that stays there. There are few there are few places that are are always there, but but some of those trucks will switch out. Yeah, it's um, such a huge variety of of you know just international cuisine to yes. to sample. It's it's really I, I I was there for games, but I. I like I like food. I like trying different things, and it was yeah. fun to to just window shop the you know Venezuelan cuisine and mm-hmm. and you know and, and Mexican and and a whole variety. I think there was a Thai place or something like that. Yeah. It just was was really you know good street food. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm going to look for, and this is kind of a to do, I guess that I just just impromptu here is. I was thinking there was like a root beer place or something that had a cup. Yes. And if you bought the cup, you either got a discount or so many free it's a or something. Soda, it's a soda, this, you know, soda fountain, Yeah. essentially. And I can't remember the name of it, but I know that the canned variety is sold at Zeke's here, our local. Right. Yeah, they have a cream soda uh-huh. and a grape soda. Like, they have yes. a whole bunch. Yes. Oh, so I forgot you, about that. you buy the mug, which is ungodly expensive, but then you get cheap refills. Okay. See, if I would, I discovered that around Saturday, I think. <laughs> yeah, not much point <laughs> like, at that. I don't want to do it now, but like on Thursday, I might run out there Thursday morning and and uh, pick one of those up. Connected. I've got a a don't. Okay. With the food trucks, and that is do not. Well, I, I guess I should make a caveat. Depends on on how you feel about spending your time. Oh sure. Yeah. Don't. My advice is don't go at the typical dinner hours because they are, you will stand in line no matter where mm-hmm. you, which one you pick. I mean, I was ending up just, I didn't even 
look at what kind of food. I just looked at where the shortest line was and thought that's where I'm going to get and my food. Sometimes you get into a line and realize that's not the line that you wanted to get. Into. Right. Like, oh, I, I couldn't connect the dots to where the, yeah. If there's something, if you scope out the food trucks and you see something you really want to try, I would say go at the early side because we mm. went to ones where they sold out of stuff. There was that too. Absolutely. And, and now I do think where that's going to be this year there seems to be more space looking at the diagram. Okay. Good. It's like in a parking lot instead of a, a narrow street. So hopefully be there'll be more space to move around and maybe they'll get some more trucks in there. Maybe some seating. Yeah. That, that was the other thing. Nice. They were, I, th- I swear there, you know, so this is a Gen Con, the food area to feed 60,000 people cycling through. If they choose to do that, there was one table. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah. ridiculous. And granted, it's not like they could even... I think they probably just looked and thought, there's no way we can accommodate everybody, so we're just not going to accommodate anybody. Yeah. And so you just stand around and eat your food, or you find a step... A ledge. Yeah, a ledge or something. We sat, remember we sat that one time on that like giant like return vent for a building? Yes. <laughs> like I was like, boy, I sure hope the fans don't turn on. Because... <laughs> We're going to blow Suck away. Suck us right in. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That would be nice if they had more seating. That w- you're, you're spot on on that one. Yeah. Uh, you got is, any more on like the physical or are we moving into the content? I have one more on the physical, and cool. then we can talk content of the, of the uh, convention. In part it's, two. It's bring a portable charger. If you have one, yeah, uh, yeah. you have time to get on Amazon and find a good portable charger. They have charger charging stations, but they fill up fast. And I don't know about you, I get nervous putting my phone into those things, even if I'm close, that I'll get engrossed in the in the program or talking to somebody and turn around and my phone's gone. That yeah. that just scares me. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever heard a story that that's happened. It just scares me. Sure. So I have a portable charger. I keep my backpack with the cord, and when I'm not using my phone, I just plug it in. Keep yeah. it keep it nice and charged. Cool. So all right. Well, we have more. We have more things to talk about regarding Gen Con. Yes. But I think we'll save that for next week because next week's episode will be the day before. Yes. Yes. Day before we go. So let's take just a second to, um, hey, if you're going to be in Gen Con and you have a trade day badge, we will be talking. Oh, yes. We will be presenting at 1 o'clock on trade day in the JW... He's looking at his I'm computer right it. now, folks. Uh, ri- uh, White River G, White River G Suite, will be presenting on our RPG Summer Camp. So if you have not signed up and you have a trade day account or as a trade of, day badge. As of the recording time, we, there are 17 tickets left. Yes. So we'd love to have you join us, participate in the conversation of running a summer camp for teens learning from things that you've discovered or maybe yes. you just are there to soak up everything. And if you are if you are listening to the podcast and haven't really connected with us yet, we'd love for you to say hi. We'd love to meet you. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's nice to put faces to names or social media accounts or things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, keep that in mind when you introduce yourself. <laughs> Sometimes we know you by your social media account and not your actual name. So, yes. so you know, hey, I'm Cycling Librarian. My actual name is <laughs> Tom Gross. <laughs> So anyway, well, we're going to wrap up this episode, so uh, be sure to join us next week for our continued Gen Con discussion, pre-Gen Con discussion, Mm -hmm. unless you've got anything else to add? Nope. I'll save it for next time. All right. Well, until next time, keep rolling those 20s. We'll see you later, folks. See ya. 
That wraps up today's session. So thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.